Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 71, where we're discussing Confirmed Dead from season 4 of Lost. Yeah, let me speak to your supervisor. Yes, sir. Are you a family member of the deceased? No, I'm not, but I got some information on the crash. May I please speak to your supervisor? Sir, if you could just tell me... Look, I'm staring at the television right now. You're broadcasting footage of the wreckage and saying that that's the pilot, Seth Norris. Yes, sir. Well, that's not him. Doesn't matter who I am, you're showing footage of Seth Norris and that's not him. Listen, this guy married his high school sweetheart at 19, he always wore his wedding ring, and I'm telling you, there's no ring on that body. Sir, it's likely the ring fell off. I'm telling you, that is not him. How exactly is it that you know all about Captain Norris? Because I was supposed to be flying Oceanic 815 on that day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we are discussing Confirmed Dead from Season 4 of Lost. Uh, who is this episode focused Upper, on? Episode, yeah. Eppers, episode. <laughs> this episode is uh, based upon... I want to actually. It probably wasn't nobody. About, really. Yeah, I think it was about the three. Or the, it's about yeah the the people the pilot. people that came on the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's it's a Miles, Daniel, and Charlotte centric episode. Yeah. So uh, we open with news footage from you know when the submarines found the Oceanic A15 wreckage at the bottom of the Sunda Trench off the coast of Bali. Mm-hmm. So we actually get to see this um, wreckage that. Naomi made reference to, which was pretty interesting. Yeah, which they would never show on TV. Yeah. Well, I think what we were seeing is actually like a feed from the submarine itself that found it. Or not a submarine, the little RUV or whatever they call them. Rover, yeah. Yeah. I think it was just uh, footage from that. I don't think this is what they showed on the news. but Well, it says, what do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about over there? I mean, well, where do where you think you'd be seeing it? Well, we're, it's like we're seeing what they saw when they found it, not something anybody else saw. What's what they're showing on the news? Well, that's what we saw later with Lapidus. 
I'm telling you, there was a they do yeah exactly. But still, that's what I'm saying. They oh, you mean ne- the bodies and stuff? Yeah, they would oh, never yeah. show yeah, that they on TV. Show that. I know. Uh, you have me. Oh, I know what you're. But talking they had to give the chance for Lapidus to prove that he knew who. Uh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> true. Okay, well, let's get into this yeah. bad boy. So I split this up into different sections here. So first, I have Jack's group. Okay. All of the group with Jack. And we see Dan, you know, the man who dropped onto the island mm-hmm. in the previous episode, watching the news and crying. Mm-hmm. Um, someone asks him, you know, why he's so upset. And he says, I don't know. Yeah. So weird. Like, yeah. I have no clue what that's all about. Yeah. I don't know either at all. I think, I honestly, that dude weirds me out a bit. Yeah, he's a great actor. But. Oh, he's awesome. But yeah, that it makes sense. I mean, he's just sitting there watching this and he starts crying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it doesn't. I mean, unless he thought, okay. The only thing I can think of is that he assumed that something else was going to happen to that plane, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to happen. And he sees it in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and he's totally upset. Okay. You know? Well, we'll have to stay tuned. I guess. Yes. Uh, we then see him in the helicopter, and mm-hmm. he has to bail out. Mm-hmm. He tells Jack and Kate his name is Daniel Faraday, and he's there to rescue them. He phones into Minkowski and says he made contact with some survivors. And Minkowski, Minkowski asks if he's on speakerphone, which seemed really suspicious. Like he's trying to, you know, guard what he's saying from anybody who shouldn't Definitely. hear. Definitely, yeah. And Jack also notices that Daniel is wearing a gun. Mm-hmm. And a tie and a button-up shirt, <laughs> which is what I noticed. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first first thing that you know yeah, i'm like come on you're yeah. on a rescue you mission and that. a button-up shirt and a tie <laughs> and a, with a parachute on i don't what kind of dude is this you know this yeah. doesn't make sense i mean i don't know yeah so they later find a box of items that were in the helicopter and it's a bunch of biohazard gear mm-hmm. not good and no. uh danielle danielle daniel says that rescuing jack and his people aren't you know that isn't necessarily their primary objective mm-hmm and uh, just then his phone starts beeping and, and says it's Miles, um, or Daniel says it's Miles. Mm-hmm. And they hike quite a bit more and find another person that parachuted onto the island. And uh, Jack goes to check on him, and, uh, and he pulls out a gun on him and all this stuff. And he asks, asks them where Naomi, the woman they killed, is, mm-hmm. even though Naomi appeared to cover for them. Yeah. Um, and apparently, tell my sister I love her was a code to use if they were captured and right. had a gun to their heads. Um, and he wants Kate to take him to Naomi's body so he can get the truth about what happened to her. And he says he'll know what happened. Yeah, that dude's a bit weird, too. Yeah. I've got a little character note about him later on okay. here on this, too. At Naomi's body, Miles reads the body. And, you know, Danielle... Daniel, man, I'm going to have a lot of trouble with Daniel. Dan, Daniel. Just call him Dan. That's what they're saying. Dan, yeah, I'll do Dan. Okay. Um, Makes a comment about, you know, how the light there doesn't scatter quite right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. that was, once again, going back to that weird only island stuff. You Mm -hmm. know, weather and, you know, those the the magnetic pool. Right. It just doesn't, once again... It, it makes me think that this is obviously somewhere, you know, outside of like regular world. You know, it's not yeah. some island off the, you know, by Fiji. Yeah. You know. And it also makes you think that the whole reason, you know, Dan is there is, is to, to, yeah, to study this yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. So Miles gets done reading the body and says they're telling the truth and it happened just like they said. 
and uh, we find out that you know Dan, you know, is a physicist, mm-hmm. which was interesting. And later, you know, they stumble upon Frank Lapidus, the the pilot of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he landed it safely. So now there's a functional helicopter sitting on the island. Yeah. Which totally reminded me again of Desmond's vision, you know, to Charlie. Mm-hmm. And Lapidus realizes that Juliet wasn't on 815 and tells Miles. And Miles shows them an, an old photo of Ben and says, you know, they're there for him and he wants to know where he is. Mm-hmm. So this group is there. Their primary objective is to get Ben. Yeah. Which it made me think, especially the biohazard, you know, mm-hmm. and he made made a comment to Jack. He said, you know, not so long ago I was responsible. You know, it's like almost like this group possibly, and just just a uh, throw it out there, could mm-hmm. be like coming back and, re, you know, to basically. To retaliate, retaliate. for the initiative. Maybe they're, you know, part of, you know, it looks like they yeah. have these gas masks. Like, uh-huh. oh, we're out to Ben. By the way, we're going to gas him. Yeah. You know, just, and just an FYI, we're going to gas the whole island. Exactly. We're going to do what he did to us uh-huh. and all of his people, you know? Yeah. So if this is still part of like the Dharma group outside mm-hmm. of the island. Yeah. You know, so. Very good. So Locke's group now, you know, Locke again predicts the weather, mm-hmm. which is interesting. He says there's a cabin he has to go to and seems surprised when Hurley seems to know where the cabin is located. Yeah. And uh, almost as if he didn't expect anyone other than him to know even what it was. Mm -hmm. And Sawyer asks, you know, where he's getting his orders from. And he says he got them from Walt. And um, he shows Sawyer his gunshot wound from Ben and says he'd probably be dead if he still had a kidney. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like this whole fate thing is going on there. Exactly. So they later stumble upon Charlotte, you know, after she's fallen into the water. You know, she's very curious about the people and the group and what has happened to them. And later, Locke is, you know, about to kill Ben. And Ben says he has information about the island that Locke needs. And Locke asks, you know, what the smoke monster is. It's like his first question. Mm -hmm. And Ben says he doesn't know. um, But he knows everything about Charlotte and says that he, you know, that, wait a minute. He says that, um, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, because he knows all of this because he has a man on the freighter. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting that he knew everything about Charlotte already. Yeah. Um, yet he didn't really have any communication with this person who was on the boat. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, you know, is this, how is this guy? I mean, is this some kind of a spirit? I don't know Spirl- what that is. Spirit <laughs> thing, you know, again, or yeah. what? Is he. You know, is he speaking to someone that anybody else can see, you mm-hmm. know, and hear uh, the whole Jacob thing? Yeah, maybe I don't know. Jacob's got like a mainline connection to Ben. And maybe. Just kind of feeds him stuff subconsciously. Could be. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, it was kind of interesting, though, just to know that Ben definitely knew everything about these people, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, here's my character bits here. I broke it up into three. So okay. we, f- we find out that Miles Strom is kind of a ghostbuster of sorts. Yes. He visits the house of a woman whose grandson has been, you know, haunting her. And he sets up a little dustbuster contraption and, you know, sits it on the edge of the bed. Or he sits on the edge of the bed and, and mm-hmm. seems to get kind of signals from the spirit of the boy and communicates with him. Mm-hmm. And he says the boy, you know, he asks the boy to tell him where it is. 
and um, you know something moves, and he's led you know behind a shelf where he finds a bag of money and some drugs. Mm-hmm. He takes them, tells the boy he can go now, and goes downstairs and tells the woman he's at peace now. Yep. And he gives her half of her money back and says that you know wasn't as tricky as he thought. So he's kind of halfway conning people. Yep. But there's some legitimacy to his abilities. It's kind of like he can really communicate with these spirits but he's kind of using it to con people yeah he's got all that got all that money and yeah it's, uh, it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of a weird thing to see that dude doing you uh-huh. know it's like if he has all these abilities why would he be out like sweeping houses with you know oh yeah i'll go up there and get that ghost out there i mean he'd be like on tv and doing dog yeah. whisperer stuff but with yeah. people yeah, it's like he's kind of underselling his abilities because yeah, exactly. he knows he can make more money conning people. Than yeah, but taking the dirty way, you know? Yeah. Kind of says a little bit about who he is, really. Uh-huh. And, but more than anything, it makes you wonder why in the heck he was on this team. Exactly. Which we'll come back to here shortly. So we find out that Charlotte is in Tunisia for an archaeological dig. Mm-hmm. Um, or she was in Tunisia. And there's a skeleton of a polar bear, and around its neck is this big collar with the Dharma Hydra logo embossed mm-hmm. on it. And she's very happy and seems to know what this means. It's like she's expecting it, and therefore she's really happy when she finds it. And she wakes up in the jungle, you know, hanging from her parachute in a tree and drops into the water below. And she's really, like, excited to be there. Mm-hmm. Almost like she knew where she was coming to, oh, yeah. and she couldn't wait to get there. Yeah. And, um, you know, Locke and his crew show up on the shore and take her into custody. But, the yeah, the Charlotte character is so interesting. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on the whole, you know, polar bear with the Dharma logo or, or collar on and like in the middle of Tunisia. Yeah, I'd like to hear my <laughs> thoughts on that, too. Yeah. I mean, heck, I don't know. I mean, what the heck? I mean, what yeah. can you draw from that? I mean, well, we what it tells us, I mean. The, the the hydra station is where jack was being held at mm-hmm. if i remember right and so i mean we know that those bear cages were near there the polar bear cages mm-hmm. that's what i'm so, saying it's yeah like, it makes you want so we know that they were probably from those cages but what the heck are they doing you know on a totally different part of the world oh maybe it's not a whole different part of the world i mean maybe where maybe jack's island is so far back in time that these you know that the polar bears still existed there. And then I was like, one, uh, if they're digging that up, keep digging. You'll probably find the rest of that island under that dirt. Oh, like the kind of like where she was digging is, is like the, the island in yeah. the past. I mean, it's only, like, I mean, it's only weirdness like come out of it. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm like, why else would a polar bear be in that place? You know, it's kind of yeah. like this may be like, I mean, totally like the only place on the earth at that time, that island or something, uh-huh. you know, it's some kind of like, I don't know if we're talking time. I mean, who? why does it got to be now, you yeah. know? so Well, it's almost like maybe, um, let me see if I can think here. The If what you're saying is true, the part that, you know, Charlotte is excavating mm-hmm. is the island, you know, today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, but the part, and what they're at, the place where Jack and them are at is like the island, mm-hmm. you know, thousands of years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, that would that would kind of like makes sense to this um i mean everything's affected by how much land mass is as you know actually above sort of this water you know mm-hmm. everything is com- uh with the you know pollution and stuff like that changing everything and, and then also with you would never see planes fly over nobody would ever know they were there mm-hmm. because they're not 
You know what right. I'm saying? And this time they're, you know, they're, they're in a whole different area. So I understand it kind of would make sense to that. Good but, theory. Uh, yeah. I like that. So another character bit here for Frank Lapidus. He's a pilot in the mm-hmm. Bahamas. You know, when he hears the news about Oceanic 815, mm-hmm. they show the, some shots of the dead pilot and Lapidus notices something odd. He calls the Oceanic hotline and says he has information about the crash. He says the man that they showed in the plane at the bottom of the ocean isn't Seth Norris, the pilot, because he always had his wedding ring on and this man is not him. Yeah. He says that he was supposed to be flying Oceanic 815 on the day it crashed. And he also, um, or he was also the pilot on the helicopter that crashed. Mm -hmm. So he makes his way out of the helicopter and manages to, you know, um, fire a flare, which Charlotte notices. Mm -hmm. So this guy who was supposed to be flying 815 ends up flying to that same island with a helicopter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely something there. Yeah, yeah. don't know um once again we it makes me think that obviously all that was planned before yeah you know um and and that guy was supposed to have been there and he's probably you know gonna jump at the opportunity to go if he has you know if he has oh yeah i'll definitely fly them to that place you know i mean you yeah. missed it the first time for whatever reason yeah it's there's definitely a whole lot of fate type stuff going on here it's almost like he was meant to be at that island mm-hmm. And be on that plane, and now he's back there again, mm-hmm. you know. And all of them are, like, so excited to be there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's just so interesting. Um, but to wrap this all up, you know, we see Naomi having this conver- this meeting with Matthew Abaddon that we saw in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And um, he's kind of briefing her on this mission she's about to go on. So let's listen to that. Okay. So this is the team. You familiarize yourself with the profiles? Unfortunately, yes. With respect, these are the wrong people for a mission like this. None of them have field experience, military training. You can't just drop them in unprotected. It'll be a disaster. They're not unprotected. They have you. There's only so much I can do. Your modesty is positively charming. This is a high-risk covert op in unstable territory. It's dodgy enough without having to babysit a headcase, ghostbuster, anthropologist, and a drunk. To be fair, he's also a pretty good pilot. It's madness. What if we find survivors from 815? There were no survivors. Yes, I know. But what if there are survivors? There were no survivors of Oceanic 815. Don't ask questions. Just do what you were hired for. Every member of this team was selected for a specific purpose. Everything relies on you getting them in, getting them out, and preventing anyone from getting killed. Think you can do that? Sure. Why not? So these are the wrong people for a mission like this. Mm-hmm. Um, she says it's a high-risk covert operation. Um, and basically, he said, you know, their survival, everybody else on the team, their survival depends on Naomi. Mm-hmm. So she's dead now. Yeah. So that puts them in kind of a, an awkward spot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Naomi's definitely a different, was obviously a different uh, type of person than these other three. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like, it's not like they all come from the same group, it Mm -hmm. seems like, you know. Yeah, it's like she's like military background, covert operations, and she's babysitting these people. Mm -hmm. And they've got their work they're supposed to do, but she's kind of in charge of protecting them while they do that work. Yep, definitely. 
And uh, she calls Daniel a head case, um, Miles a ghostbuster, and and Charlotte an anthropologist, and Lapidus a drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And she says, what if we find survivors from 815? And Abaddon says, there were no survivors. And she says, yes, but what if we find some? Mm-hmm. So that goes back to your theory about there being people on the island yep, still. Definitely. And he says every member of the team was selected for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. So very interesting. That's yeah. like definitely leading to um, a storyline that's going to be very interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited for it to get there. I got to admit that I did not like this episode that well. Yeah. There's not much that happens at all. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's, I'm so like protective over like the characters I already know. Like, like I don't want to know anymore yeah you know it's like yeah you start introducing new people and telling me their story and i'm like i don't care what is yeah. jack doing right now you know yeah. you know i yeah i hear what you mean but it, it has to do this it has to progress yeah. i felt differently about these characters like yeah, for some reason it didn't bother me oh i guess it did kind of at first yeah i mean i mean it's not like i don't think it's nearly as annoying as these other Paolo and Nikki. yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, no, not nothing to that level but it's just kind of right. like everything's changing and everything seems awful and i just don't I hate that feeling there's a lot of depressing yeah. stuff going on and i hate that you know it's kind of like even on yeah. the island there's bad stuff happening but at least they were like working together and like thing, good mm-hmm. things were some good things were coming out of it. Now it just seems like everything you hear is just like totally negative. Yeah. You know, before it was all about kind of them banding together and getting mm-hmm. through this together and stuff. And it's like, now there's this, a new group of people there that seem to have their own interests in yeah, the islands. And definitely. it's not really about the old stuff anymore. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed now, but I've slowly started growing my beard out. Yeah. <laughs> Cause <laughs> you're turning into to pill pop and Jack over there. I mean, I'll do, I'll do Skittles. I mean, like, like re- candy Skittles, you know, but I'm not taking yeah. any real pills, but I'm pretty depressed over this, you know? Yeah. It's a definitely a change in yeah. the show. Um, but these characters are definitely essential in setting up a new storyline mm-hmm. and, um, it, it, it does, it does get good. It's, mm. it gets better. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure to, it will. I just, like I said, it's just kind of, I don't know. I'm I'm usually pretty good with change, but it's, mm-hmm. this has been change. I'm kind of like, ah, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. For sure. I'll be sure to check in and see what you're thinking as we go through and the new things start happening. Okay. Well, anything else about the episode? Um, only other weird thing I thought is like when Miles calls, gets Regina and is asking for a uh, Mikowski on the yeah, phone. Yeah. She says he's Very not available. Weird. It's like, yeah, she's just like, hello. No, he's not. A, I mean, like, it's some kind of like. It's somebody's house again. Yeah, some kind of cell phone call. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll text you later, you know, LOL. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it doesn't seem like official freighter communication. Not at all. It does not. It's weird. Yeah. It could mean something. It could not. But yeah, Maybe it not. was odd. Yeah, it, yeah, was it definitely was. Odd. This one even more so than the last one. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> but. Yeah. <laughs> So I take it season four isn't going too hot so far. For I'm it. just depressed. I mean, that's all I can say is I'm depressed. Yeah, it's changing. You know, it's changing, and right now it doesn't look good. It's dark too because what we know of Jack and Hurley, yeah. it's like their future lives suck. You know? Yeah, I mean, we end it with Charlie dying. Yeah, and then now their lives are horrible, and I'm going, oh, this is great. Yeah, you know, I want to, you know. <laughs> Next keep... thing you know, like like you know, Claire or somebody will just walk out of the jungle and shoot themselves in the exactly. head. Exactly, and then and then, <laughs> <laughs> season four, <laughs> like really, 
Yeah, I see what you mean. It's it, but it improves definitely. Okay. All right. So yeah, we'll we'll just see how things go. Okay. Well, everyone, thanks so much for for, for listening. Now I feel like we've. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's it's that's how I feel. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just giving it to you, honest. I guess. Yeah. So we'll be discussing on Wednesday uh, the Economist, an episode I do think you'll really like. Oh, uh, I like the episode. Still, don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. still a lost fan forever. Cool. All right. But until then, you all have a great day, and we will talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.